joining us, uh, Elmeri Rifkel again. Background is um, what uh, is reported in the news on uh, what happened uh, some time ago at the farm of President Cyril Ramaphosa and the allegations that he failed to report the robbery that happened there on his farm. And uh, the allegation is that he was guilty of an offence because of his failure to do so. Now, we certainly don't want to get into any detail in respect of uh, that specific matter, but maybe I can just ask you in general, is there an obligation of anyone or, or on, on a person in, in, in the country to report a crime if he was the subject of that crime? Yes, there is that obligation on us to actually report the crime. When we are a victim, we have to report the crime. That's how we actually fight crime in our country, is by reporting. No one will know something happened to you if you did not report. So we have an obligation to report crimes. And then another question arises: where, what if I'm a spectator? Now, what if I see a crime occurring? So you're I, not the victim? Yo, you're not the victim. Someone breaking into a car or whatever. Yo. Now, then we don't necessarily have a legal duty to report. There's more of an expectation that we should report. But now we have to use our common sense, as I would like to call it. You know, if you see someone murdering someone else, you cannot keep quiet. Then maybe you, you can be seen as an accomplice. So you have to you have to weigh up the circumstances that you are in. But there's an expectation then that we do report crimes, not necessarily a legal duty. Other circumstances, maybe when you are a person in authority and something's happening in your company or whatever the case may be, there's a criminal offence like corruption or theft or that type of things. Treason is also commonly known, then we also have the duty to report. So when we say there's an expectation or there's a legal um, duty to report, it, it's not necessarily how I would like to call it like a black and a white, you know exactly always what to do. That's why I always advise rather go and report, the police will take it from there. Make sure that when you report that you are doing it in good faith as well. Obviously when you report a crime, um, when you are a spectator for example, and you've done it in bad faith, trying to get someone in trouble, that can most definitely get you in trouble as well. So we should make sure that we do things in good faith. We should report crimes that assists the, um, you know, SAPs and everyone who is actually fighting crime. Um, and then make sure that we should not just keep quiet for the sake of keeping quiet and not trying to get involved. Okay, but then there's another category, am I right? Sexual offences. Yes. There another set of rules apply. So what we what you just explained now is in respect of other crimes. Yes. But for sexual offences, other rules uh, should be followed. Definitely. Now, sexual offences. This is a clear cut, guys. If there's a sexual offence and you are aware of it, even just the mere possibility of or, or assumption that there is sexual offence, you must must report. That's set out in the Criminal um, Amendment Act, more commonly known as the Sexual Offences and Related Matters Act, as well as in the Children's Court Act, the Children's Act specifically also states, if there's a sexual offence, one must report. And then what the Act also says, and I think this is very important to take note of, is the Act says that if you think there's, uh, you know, something's happening there and you go report you cannot be held liably civilly or criminally if you laid a charge or a complaint the act actually says you cannot be held liable because we all have a duty to report and i think it's very important that um people take note how serious this is um we must 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 <laughs> 
report sexual offences. Because you know what? Um, you are then fighting for the vulnerable people, especially when we look at the Children's Act and what they say about sexual offences. We must report so that we can actually help the kids, that we can give a voice for the kids, and most of all, that we can prosecute the offenders. Because we want, we want to take that people out of the public and make sure that the kids, for example, or women or whoever are well taken care of. So if you have the suspicion that someone is sexually abusing a child and you report that to the police and that person is arrested and perhaps even charged and, and, and even if that person is then uh, found to be not guilty, he cannot sue you for no. defamation, etc. Not of character because of that protection that you have in terms of the act. Yes. So obviously that is to encourage all people to report any suspicions yes. on sexual offences, um, knowing that they won't be held liable for defamation and whatever other claims yes. might be brought against them. That's a, the way of protecting the public. And the thing is, our legal duty here to report go as far as merely reporting. You don't have to worry what happens next. The police or the social workers involved, they will take the complaint further. You merely have to go and report. And with sexual um, offences or, or assault, whatever the case may be, you can report it at the Department of Social Development. There's a number on their website that you can call. You can go to um, the police station and report it there. Or you can approach a social worker working, for example, for family welfare, or whatever the case may be. You can also report that sexual offences at their offices as well. They assist you completing a form and then they take it from there. So they really make the process as easy as possible for the public to actually go and report. And you know, there's a big obligation on people and members of public, but especially on, on teachers, um, people working at churches. That for example, they a teacher realizing that a child is wrong with a by child. parents or yes. step-parents or whatever might be the case, there's also that obligation. There is that obligation. And like I said, the obligation is also on, on churches. And sometimes people find a church to be their safe place and they maybe admit to certain offenses. That person dealing with that matter does have a legal duty to report. So if there's a confession at church, etc. There's a legal duty is the, the to report. Obligation to no report doubt is still about there. it. Yes, it's the same, and, and the, some people frown when, when I say it, but it's the same with psychologists. You know, if you as a patient see a psychologist and you admit to an offence or sexual act that happened to you or whatever the case may be, they have a duty to report it. Even if the, the conversations are what we would like to call privileged, they have a duty to report. Maybe just some final questions in that regard. What are sexual offences? Obviously, well, it's like rape. Um, sexual abuse of children, etc. Child pornography? Child pornography. Um, pornography in, in general, if, if the person obviously didn't consent to it or whatever. So, um, most common is sexual abuse, not necessarily always right, but sexual abuse. And then, um, is it exploitation? Is that the correct word I'm using? Um, that That's also a, a sexual offense. Um, even sometimes, in we've done it in a course and it was very interesting where you can read um manners in which people talk to one another and there's a sexual tone to it where you are actually like you are using the the messages as a type of a bait even that can be seen as as um, a sexual offense so um the the definition is very broad and and we have to look after one another and make sure everyone's well taken care of and there, therefore we have this duty to report 
Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.